Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 41, On Despising This World's Honors. Christ the Beloved. Don't take it to heart, son. If you see others winning honors and promotion, and yourself being looked down upon and treated like dirt, lift up your heart to heaven, to me, and being slighted by men on earth won't make you sad anymore. The learner. Lord, we live in a world of blindness and are easily led away by foolish notions. Passing my life in frank review, I see that no creature has ever done me harm, so that I might have no right to have any grievance against you. But seeing how often and how grievously I have sinned against you, it is but right that every creature should be up in arms against me. All I deserve then, and rightly so, is shame and scorn. But you, praise, honor, and glory, unless I make myself ready and willing to be slighted and left to myself by every creature, to be regarded as a complete non-entity, I cannot win inward peace and stability, cannot be enlightened in spirit, and fully united to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Pretty hard medicine Thomas Akempis gives us tonight. He says, you're treated like dirt. Don't take it to heart, he says. Being treated like dirt by someone else. And other people being elevated, promoted, honored, whereas we are looked down upon. Being slighted by men, that is, not given the proper respect, being disrespected. This is precisely the kinds of things that make us angry. Every time we get angry, it's because we feel somehow slighted. We've been wronged in some way. Okay, and instead of getting angry, instead of taking it to heart, taking it personal, what does he say? He says, look up to me in heaven. Our Lord wants us constantly to look up to heaven to him. We should remember the famous story of St. Peter the martyr, the Dominican. He was accused of some kind of impropriety, probably with a woman. He was under great 
suspicion, had a cloud of suspicion over him. He was being persecuted for what he had done, thought they thought he had done. And he looked at Jesus on the cross and he said, Oh Lord, what did I do to deserve this? And he heard the crucifix speak to him. And I, Peter, what did I do to deserve this? So we have to remember that the crucifixion leads to the resurrection. The resurrection leads to the ascension. And the ascension is that humanity is an intimate union with God the Son in the communion of the Father in the Holy Spirit. Humanity can share fully in the divine life where every tear is wiped away. And that's what we have to keep our eyes on, that Christ entered into heavenly glory through his suffering, through being treated like dirt, being looked down upon, being slighted. And Thomas of Kempis is promising us and he can only promise us this if he knows it by experience. That we won't be sad by this slighting if we keep our eyes on Christ. Of course, to have our eyes on Christ requires the grace of the Holy Spirit. We have to pray. We have to ask the Lord, take my heart away from all these things in the world I don't need. Really take these things away from me. Take away my desire. Make them sour to me. But also, Lord, help me keep my eyes on you in the midst of all the things of this world. Now, the goal is to have inward peace and stability. Now, this is not something that just happens. And then we've achieved it and we've got it forever. It's not like an on and off switch. This inward peace and stability is something that grows in degrees. Because he says, we have to have that if we want to be fully united to Christ. So there's a difference between being fully united, partially united, truly united, but not fully united. So we're trying to progress. And this progression in union with God corresponds with the degree of humility we've achieved. And the highest union with God requires that we at the same time are ready and willing to be slighted. I told you, this is strong medicine. This is not for the faint of heart. The being willing to be slighted and left to oneself, ignored by every creature, totally ignored. That interior disposition is what's required for complete union with God. Why? Because we are no longer concerned with ourselves, but with him. Is this interior stability, this interior disposition, the matter of one day? No. It's a lifetime work. This is what we're working towards. And how do we get there? By keeping our eyes on the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.